Welcome back to another episode of Unprofessional Film Crew, which is the podcast that will be covering some film reviews and fresh topics that are related to the movie industry. And what you'll be hearing is my unfiltered thoughts on all the film that I watch. Without further ado, let's get to this week's film. This week, we're talking about Andrew Garfield's new film on Netflix, Tick, Tick, Boom. And I'm excited to talk about this one as I have so much to say. So this film is based on the autobiographical musical by playwright Jonathan Larson. It's a story of an aspiring composer in New York City who is worried that he made the wrong career choice. The film is directed by Lin-Manuel Miranda and starring Andrew Garfield as the main character, Jonathan Larson. It is a super interesting film with some questionable decision and some wonderful moments. Well, first of all, this is a musical, which I was not expecting at all. And I'll be brutally honest, okay, I don't watch musical often, so I don't know how to give comments to them, okay, so don't burn me. When watching the trailer, it just got me extremely excited as I love Andrew Garfield so much, and I think he's an amazing actor. If you know me, you know that I'm a fan of Spider-Man, and I always think Andrew's version has the most complex feeling and great emotional performance in The Amazing Spider-Man. And I'll be covering the biggest hit of the year, Spider-Man No Way Home, so stay tuned. Now, back to the topic. When watching the trailer, I don't know if I just didn't realize or they hide it well. I thought it would just be a narrative film about this composer's life instead of a musical way of showcasing it. So when the film started, my initial thought is, oh no, it's a musical. Growing up, I'd never been a huge fan of musicals. And I blame that on myself, as I'm always lacking patience. And the only musical that I've watched in my entire life is The Lion King on Broadway and High School Musical. And I know, I know, I miss out a lot and I'm working on it. So I guess the fact that I watched through the whole thing and thinking about suggesting this movie to you guys, you should definitely check it out. I'll start with what I like about this film. The biggest attraction of the film is the star Andrew Garfield and his performance carrying the film. I'll even say that this might be the best performance of Andrew Garfield's career so far, and I respect him for picking up this role. In case you didn't know, the entire two hours film, it is his voice. He's the one that's singing everything you heard in the film. He spent an entire year learning how to sing, and instead of trying to imitate and sound like Larson, he focused on staying true to the character and let his emotion drive him. And Andrew Garfield stated this himself. He said, when I started to understand who Jonathan Larson was, it was as if the director was reintroducing me to a long-lost brother that I didn't know I had. Like an older brother I felt a kinship with. Someone who's a revolutionary, someone who saw the heartbreak of the world around him and turn it into a beauty. And I think this is somewhat relatable to Andrew Garfield himself, as he previously said before that playing the role as Spider-Man broke his heart a little as he was forced to grow up as he faces the real side of the industry, quoting, I went from being a naive boy to growing up. How could I ever imagine that it was going to be a pure experience? There are millions of dollars at stake, and that's what guides the ship. It was a big awakening, and it hurt. And playing a hero with that much fan base is never easy. It's like being the next 007. There will always be questions and comments because these fans have nothing but a pure relationship with these characters. Andrew said, Comic-Con in San Diego is full of grown men and women still in touch with that pure thing that the character meant to them. 
but you add in market forces and test groups, and suddenly the focus is less on the soul of it and more on ensuring we make as much as money as possible. And I found that heartbreaking in all matter of the culture. Money is the thing that has corrupted all of us and led to the terrible ecological collapse that we're all about to die under. And you can hear how disappointed and depressed he was as he faced the business side of the film industry. So looking at this character that Andrew is trying to play, I think he doesn't just say that for the camera. Instead, he really wants to find that next character to play that isn't just a money laundering business, but a character that is inspiring and can make a difference. Coming from a person that knows nothing about musicals, I have to say it. It makes me really interested in musical production and the story and life of Jonathan Larson. Also, I always love how Andrew Garfield controls his emotions, like in the Social Network. And there's no difference. Never thought I'll be touched by this film this way. And now we're talking about the story. The story is also a deep story that is worth diving into. As an about to graduate filmmaking student. This kind of existential crisis definitely start crawling to me. What is success, and how long can you stick to your dream until you give up? Do you want to choose a comfortable and stable life but give up your dream? I was so deeply attached to some of the topics that the film is discussing, and I think I like it. The same reason I like the Secret Life of Walter Mitty. It makes me want to really think about what I'm doing and what am I willing to lose to fulfill my dream. All these dream chasing come with a cost. Both time and money, and how long will it take before I run out of time and money to do what I want to do? Larson's story and the film ended in one of my biggest fear in life. What if you're never being able to live to see what you become? Tick Tick Boom hooked me in a sort of way. However, this is a big however. Remember the questionable choices that I was talking about in the beginning? Yeah, here we go. Well, first of all, I want to mention that although there are some creative shots during the film, like the swimming pool shot and the over-the-head shot of the notes on the floor, but some of the time, or even half of the time, I find the composition boring or even repetitive. The director Lin Manuel Miranda is known for creating and starring in The Heights and the world-famous Hamilton. There's no doubt in his ability to create a musical universe and his talent in music. But just like there's a difference between writing a script and writing a novel, transforming a musical into a movie is a huge work, and there is definitely some more creative choices that can be better, no matter in framing or editing in this film. Consider that this film was made over the pandemic, and that this is his directing debut. Emmanuel Miranda said that what I'm most proud of is the fact that people in Jonathan's life are so proud of him. That means I've done my job. Miranda also stated that he was heavily influenced and inspired by Larson's life and story. After doing some digging, I have to say maybe Miranda isn't familiar with directing, but kudos to him when it comes to the musicals. His dedication to music made him a wonderful candidate to tell the Larson story. And to stick to our tradition, here are the two quotes that I pull from Tick Tick Boom. The first one is "Everyone's unhappy in New York. That's what New York is." And the second one is. You just keep throwing them against the wall and hoping against hope that eventually something sticks. These two stand out to me specifically and very strongly. Well, the first quote: "As a city that is the center of the creative industry, New York City, being able to ever live in New York as a filmmaker or photographer is a dream come true, and it is so crazy how bad people want it that people are willing to give up anything and hold tremendous stress or risk." 
just to be able to claim a part of the New York City and grow their dreams there. And I'm one of them as well. I'm not criticizing those people. I am one of them. It's a city full of prospering and ambitious creative people. And the second quote speaks to me on a personal level. As a filmmaker, basically what you do is just throw it out again and again. You keep writing and writing, filming and filming again and again. Wishing something that you film will become the next godfather or major hit of the cinema. I know what I want someday. I know that I want to someday become this big time director. But at the same time, I know just in this country, there are probably 5,000 people or more like me. All you can do is just keep your head down and keep working and working. Maybe your idea is one of a kind, and maybe you work harder than anyone else, but success sometimes is not measured on hard work, but a little bit of everything, and a big chunk of luck. After all, this is a really beautiful biography film of Jonathan Larson's life, and also a really motivational film. In the beginning, I have so many questions with the editing as we continue to cut back and forth through the musical. I find it hard to tell which part is narrative, which part is a part of performance. But maybe that's just because I don't study musical that much. In real life, Larson's was never able to see his preview of Rent, which is one of his most famous musical, which he died on the opening night of it. The musical Rent that he was never able to see ran for a total of 12 years and more than 5,000 performances. In the film, his agent Rosa told him in the end to write about something that he knows, which is why he ended up having his musical filled with social issue, HIV friends, and about rent, all about these kind of daily things that he faced. He wrote about what he knows, and that's what touched me the most. The Tick Tick Boom title is also a short abbreviation of Larson's life. The ticking is his time working and slowly building up his career in this era. And the boom just sum up his sudden death and the explosion to his influential musical that he left to this world. Well, in the next few episodes, we will be doing the review of the cinema this year that I talked about in the previous episode. And the streaming service war is going along with my top 2021 films. And lastly, thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoy it. This is Unprofessional Film Crew, and we will always be here covering some honest film reviews and some fresh perspective on the industry. That's it for today. I'll see you later.